This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. What's going to happen tonight? What's going to happen? We're going to whoop their Good morning, afternoon, evening, brunch time, lunch time, Omaha time, College World Series time, Tennessee playing for a natty time, what's going on time, whatever time of day it is boys and girls, it's the right time for the Go Vols 24-7 podcast, Wes Rucker coming to you from Fort Rucker Studio here on a late late on a Friday evening, almost Saturday morning, in fact, here at Fort Rucker Studio. Hope you're well. How's it going? Hope everything's going right in your world. Going just fine over here, although it's a little late at night, so I probably, if I were smart, I would be speaking with a master's budding voice so as to not wake the pregnant wife downstairs. But I'm an idiot, so I'll probably just go ahead and talk regularly. Guys, it is hard even as a neutral, even even as someone who just kind of covers the games, it is hard not to be excited about the way things are going right now for Tennessee baseball. The Vols, for the first time in 16 years, are back in Omaha, back in the College World Series. These are exciting times. Fourth-year coach Tony Vitello, and we say fourth-year coach. It's really his third year. Or like whatever, 3.4 years, 3.3 years, because last season and COVID and all that. You might have heard about it. There was this thing, COVID. It's, it's a little thing. It, it just kind of, you know, bothered some people here or there. Just just a small little inconvenience that happened to uh, throw a monkey wrench into the world for about 15 months or whatever it is in counting. Bottom line is, this is the third season, third full season for Tony Vitello with the Tennessee baseball program. And the Vols are in the College World Series. And I got to thinking that we've talked about this team a good bit this season, right? Uh, We've had myself and and the rest of the guys on our crew here, Ryan Callahan, Patrick Brown, Grant Ramey, we've discussed them. We've brought on our our good friend Mike Wilson from the Knoxville News Sentinel, uh, who's covered Tennessee baseball for a while. We've we've brought him in a few times to, to sit there and talk about Tennessee baseball. But you know what we haven't done? To the best of my knowledge, I don't think we've played um, any audio with Tony Vitello or any of his players this season. I might be wrong about that. I hope I'm not wrong. I hope I didn't just make this statement erroneously. I hope this is an accurate comment. But I'm pretty sure we have not had any audio with them this season. And since the Vols are in Omaha, they open uh, on Sunday, 2 p.m. Eastern, against Virginia, the storied Virginia baseball program down there at TD Ameritrade Park there in Omaha. We've not heard a lot from Vitello and his players on this podcast this season, which, you know, shame on us, right? Shame on us. We've talked about them, but we've not given y'all the opportunity to hear from them. 
So what we're going to do in this episode, um, this is mostly going to be um, kind of us sort of, you know, clearing the floor and letting y'all hear from Tennessee senior outfielder Evan Russell and Tennessee baseball coach Tony Vitello. Spoke with both of those guys earlier today, today being Friday. So I guess it's almost yesterday because it's almost Saturday morning as I'm recording this. But spoke with those guys earlier on Friday about just sort of being in Omaha, you know, not just being happy to be there, but competing for a championship, hoping to win a championship. Uh, Tony Vitello spoke about being named National Coach of the Year, which is a big deal, and and both the the, the National College Baseball Writers Association, uh, Perfect Game, and Rawlings have all named him National Coach of the Year. And uh, a certain someone who will re- remain nameless texted or, or tweeted about, what, three weeks ago? It'll be really funny if Tony Vitello wins National Coach of the Year and not SEC Coach of the Year. Uh, and lo and behold, that is exactly what happened. Uh, the SEC Coach of the Year went to Dave Van Horn from the Arkansas Razorbacks. I know Arkansas and Tennessee baseball have – their fans have had quite a bit of banter back and forth this season. Uh, the Hogs were able to claim superiority by winning the SEC regular season title and by winning uh, the SEC tournament, beating Tennessee to do that. Now the Vols um, maybe have the last laugh over the Hogs. The Vols are in Omaha, and the Omaha Hogs are not there. Uh, They got upset by NC State in a crazy, crazy super regional last weekend uh, down there in Fayetteville. Tennessee, meanwhile, held serve. Uh, Tennessee did lose to Arkansas in the SEC championship game, uh, but then it went ahead and swept through uh, the Knoxville regional and the Knoxville super regional. Got to play all those games at home, which is a big deal. Um, but so did Arkansas, and Arkansas did not make it through. Tennessee uh, in just a memorable game there with uh, Drew Gilbert hitting the just unbelievable grand slam there uh, in the first game, uh, the walk-off grand slam, and then Tennessee goes on and wins the next couple games, gets through the Knoxville Regional, and then takes care of business against LSU, rather authoritatively, I might add there. Uh, trailed a little bit in the first game, then came back and won it, and then really just put a, a whooping on the Tigers in game two to sweep that re- Super Regional and get to Omaha. So there's a lot of confidence with this team right now, and, and there should be. I mean, what these guys have done, again, going into this season, Tennessee lost what was going to be its Friday night ace, Jackson Leith. Guy gets a hamstring injury, I think, whatever, like nine or ten innings into the season. He only made two outings. A uh, guy with just phenomenal stuff, and he, he goes out. Ben Joyce, who's a upper 90s thrower out of the bullpen, big-time arm from Walter State Junior College, he had gotten to Tennessee. He was going to be a huge part of the pitching situation. He is not able to pitch this season while coming back from an arm injury. So Tennessee and Jason Rackers, the guy who's six foot seven, just great stuff, coming back from Tommy John, not quite himself, so he hasn't had much of a role this season. And Elijah Pleasance was a guy who they thought was going to be uh, maybe a part of the weekend rotation, and he kind of struggles. He has some outings here and there, some really good ones. He's got great stuff, great movement on his pitches. Uh, but just has had some control issues, some confidence issues, it seems. So he's not played a big role. And despite all that, and four guys who are absolute linchpins in this lineup not getting off to big starts at the plate, Tennessee won. It just kept winning. And lo and behold, those guys who Tony Vitello said, law of averages says they're going to start hitting, they're going to start hitting, they're going to start hitting. They start hitting. And then Tennessee goes from a pretty good team to a really good team to an elite team. And now Tennessee has put the thing together, and it's going to go out there to Omaha and compete for a national championship. Don't know how it's going to go. 
Uh, Tennessee could go two and Q, right? Two and barbecue. It could happen. Or Tennessee could go on and win a national championship. We don't know. It's fascinating. And I think listening to these guys, one of the most interesting subplots throughout the season, for me as, as someone watching this and someone covering this team all year long, has kind of been, will this team have what it takes when it gets to big moments, right? You go through the season, and then you go, okay, they, they took care of non-conference. What about when they get into SEC play? Well, they went down there, and they, they did it. You know, they go down to Georgia the first weekend of the season. That's a pretty solid team. It's supposed to be a pretty good team. Tennessee wins that series. Then, okay, it's like you're hosting LSU. That's a big name. What can you do? Okay, sweep that series. Okay, but now what's going to happen when you play like Florida? Well, they won that series. What's going to happen when you play Vanderbilt and Arkansas? Well, you know what, guys? They didn't win those series, but with Arkansas, those were three one-run games. Vandy, they won one game, lost two, got away from them a little bit there in the final day. But they were very competitive and looked pretty good in those weekends. Then it was, okay, but what's going to happen when they get down to Hoover, right? Tennessee baseball, Hoover, that's not been a great combination lately for the SEC tournament. Tennessee goes out there, kind of has really bad luck, uh, a call that I still don't like, but a call that by the book has to be made, I suppose, against Alabama. They lose that game controversially. So they get into the loser's bracket immediately, and you're thinking, what are they going to do now? Well, they go out there, and they win, and they win, and they win, and they get all the way back to the championship game before losing it to Arkansas. But then you think, okay, now they go to the postseason. This is when it, it, this is nut-cutting time, right? This is when you, you get anxious. This is when this team not being here in a moment like this, maybe that's going to hurt this team. Well, it didn't because they had some heroics there to win the first game of the regional, and then they've just kind of gone on since then and handled business. And so people keep saying, well, what will they do back in Omaha, right? Will this be too big for them? Will the moment finally be too big for them? Maybe it won't be, guys. Maybe it won't be. It hasn't been to this point, so why would it start being a big deal now? I think that's interesting. These guys, they, it's like they don't know what they don't know, and that can be a powerful thing. And it's been really, really fun to kind of watch this team come together, the personality in this bunch, a bunch of quirky guys like a lot of – like most, if we're being honest, most baseball teams have. Uh, but these guys have personality in spades. Uh, they play hard. They play for each other. And they have a very, you know, energetic – young head coach who a lot of people outside Tennessee do not like, uh, but he could be the mayor of Knoxville right now. And the guys in that locker room, they love him. Man, do they love him. And they're, they're playing for each other. They're playing together. They've got pretty good parts, but the sum has been even better than the parts. So let's see what happens, right? They get there. Maybe this thing, maybe, maybe they could go win the thing. We don't know. That's why we watch the games. It, it's really, really interesting. I would not put it past this team to go do something special in Omaha. And that's a really cool thing. And I think that's probably about all y'all needed to hear from me. Now what I'm going to do is I'm going to step away. Uh, we're going to go right now quickly listen to a conversation from earlier today, which is Friday, with Tennessee senior outfielder Evan Russell. Then we'll go to a commercial break. Then we'll come back, and then we'll speak with Tony Vitello. Um, but we're going to get things started uh, with the kind of the cult hero himself, Tennessee senior left fielder Evan Russell, a guy who – didn't get off to a great start at the plate offensively this season. Started playing better, started playing better. All of a sudden, he's, he's hitting big home runs. You know, he kind of comes to – he kind of starts getting hot there in SEC play. He's still a streaky hitter, um, but when he's hot, he's hot, and, and he, can, he can hit the ball at any ballpark. He's not a big dude uh, height-wise, but he is a very strong dude, very well put together, has a lot of power, 
And this kid loves the Vols. He is a kid from West Tennessee who grew up wanting to play for Tennessee. He, he's a walk-on still at Tennessee. Um, and he's, he's, he's become a really good player. He's a really big part of this team. Got hit right there now in the five-hole. Uh, had three home runs twice in, in, in two games this season. He's had two three-run home run games. A lot, a lot of big stuff from him. And, and he plays out there in left field, out there with the porches. Fans love this guy. So uh, I think you'll, you'll really like hearing from him. So what we're going to do now is we're going to go hear from Tennessee senior left fielder Evan Russell. We are joined by the Tennessee baseball team. And right now we have uh, Evan Russell joining us. Evan, why don't you give us a quick opening statement about what it means to you to be in Omaha, and then we'll get to questions. You know, uh, it's been quite a while since the University of Tennessee has came to Omaha. Um, I think everyone in our dugout is really excited to be here. You know, uh, you got, you, we want to thank everyone for, you know, being very respectful and being very welcoming. Um, you know, I, I think our fan base is excited to be able to come out to Nebraska and uh, you know, get to watch us play some baseball. Uh, I, I was thinking out in the outfield, there's nowhere, nowhere else I'd rather be. Um, you know, Coach V and the staff, they, they've worked hard for us to be here, and uh, I think we're going to continue to try to give, you know, our fan base uh, a good show, and, you know, uh, I think we're just ready to play some ball. Thank you so much. We will go ahead on with questions. Our first question comes from Troy. Troy, please go ahead. Yeah, sorry, Trevor Trevor here from the Daily Times, Evan. I'm just wondering, a lot of it been, a lot has been made about the size of the ballpark in Omaha and maybe y'all's inability to home runs. But how beneficial do you think it's been for y'all to be able to score in a lot of different varieties and not necessarily be, I guess, reliant on that home run ball, but also being able to play some small ball and, and, and some of that stuff in that regard? You know, it is a big ballpark. Uh, we just got done practicing on it, so we saw the gaps were – you know, they, there's some big gaps. The outfielders are going to have a lot to cover. But, you know, the, the bigger the ballpark, the more, the more fans we get in the stadium. You know, uh, I think we can uh, beat you in a lot of ways. I think our lineup's pretty balanced. Um, you know, I think we have a lot of speed, especially at the top of our lineup. You know, I, I think uh, – I don't think anyone in our, our dugout's pretty – or any worried about, you know, the size of the ballpark because uh, I think we have some, you know, pretty physical guys. So uh, – I actually think that it helps our pitching staff a little bit. You know, I, I think um, Blake Tidwell, Chad Dallas, Will Heflin, you know, Sean Hunley, I think they're going to have a little bit more confidence. And, you know, our guys throw strikes. You know, uh, if, if it's going to be hard to leave the yard that day, I think, I think that plays to our advantage. Thank you. Let's go next to a question from Ryan. Ryan, please go ahead. Ryan Schumpert, BallQuest.com. Evan, you mentioned it a minute ago that it's been a long time since Tennessee's been here. And I know everybody's good this time of year, but you look on your side of the bracket, Virginia, Mississippi State, Texas, no strangers to Omaha. Is that something you kind of revel in, the, the opportunity to play against the storied programs and kind of continue to, to build your program's brand? You know, I think it's awesome. Um, you know, I grew up watching Texas, Virginia, uh, Mississippi State, going to Omaha pretty consistently. So... Uh, I think it's pretty awesome to see that we've kind of slid in and uh, made a mark this season, and we're surrounded by teams that have been here consistently. So, you know, I think we're ready to take that challenge. And, you know, but the beauty about it is, is not many people on the other teams have been to Omaha themselves. You know, there's a, a few on Mississippi State, and uh, but other with the COVID year, you know, it's hard to uh, really rely on being here. You know, I think this is kind of a new atmosphere to a lot of people. 
And, you know, I think it's going to come down to uh, who, who competes more and who can relax at the plate and on the mound. So I, I think we're ready to go. Thank you. We'll go next to a question from Ben. Ben, go ahead. Ben McKee with VolQuest. Evan, baseball is, is such a sport where you need so many repetitions, and it's not often that you go a week without playing baseball. Just how all have, have you prepared with so much time in between games and then even looking ahead to the week, just a day off in between games? Kind of, Is there anything different to, to preparation, or has it kind of been the, the same for you all? You know, I think this week was um, much needed for one, one person named Sean Hunley. You know, I think it kind of helps our – our arms take a take a deep breath and be ready to go for a uh, gauntlet. You know, I think that um, I don't think anybody in our dugout are going to be concerned about people uh, having some sore arms. I think we're ready for our big dogs to throw and throw a lot. So I, I think us, you know, taking a reset and getting our bodies under us and, you know, with, with the help of our strength coach, uh, Coach Q and, and our trainer, Woody, you know, I, I think we have some some guys that can help us, you know, get our legs back under us and, you know, get our bodies fresh. So uh, I think it, I think it does help. But we're about to enter, you know, hopefully a, a couple, couple days of, you know, hard grinding and um, a lot of high emotion. So I, I think we're, I think we're prepared. So I think we just need to go out and play. Thank you. And for those who have just joined us from the media, we are currently speaking with Evan Russell. If you have a question for Evan, please use the raise hand function. Let's go to Kelly next. Kelly, go ahead. Hey, Evan. Kelly Institz with WATE TV in Knoxville. How do you balance the excitement and taking in, you know, and appreciating you guys getting to this moment, getting to the College World Series, but also getting your mind right for game day? How do you balance that? You know, there, there are a lot of extra things to, um, that can get your mind focused on, you know, um, outside things that, that doesn't uh, take place on the field. So I, I, think, I think that's the beauty of us coming in um, early in the week to go ahead and get it all out of the way. You know, I think everyone's kind of settled in and looked around and taken a deep breath like, hey, we're finally here. You know, this is an awesome place to be. But um, uh, once Sunday hits or even Saturday, you know, I think we, we – finally need to start getting back to uh, playing our game and, and focusing on the real reason why we're here because, you know, we're not here just to be here. I, I think we kind of want to make a statement and, you know, see how, see how far we can go. Let's go back to Troy with a follow-up. Troy, go ahead. Evan, you might be the perfect guy to ask this considering you have two home runs against Jack Leiter, but does it make it any easier going against a guy like Andrew Abbott considering the pitchers you guys have faced like Leiter, Rocker, Marceau, and all those guys? You know, we, we face the best of the best. You know, um, uh, there, hasn't a, there hasn't been a, a look we haven't seen on the mound. Uh, you know, uh, like you said, Jack Leiter, Kumar Rocker, uh, we've, we face some guys that it's going to be hard to be better than. But, um, you know, the guy that we're facing Friday night or potentially, uh, he's got some good, good stuff. Uh, it's real. Um, you know, his numbers, they don't lie. They speak for themselves. So um, I, I, I do think it gives us confidence to, to know that we've played uh, against the best and you know we've competed and uh, we haven't you know shot away from the spotlight so uh, I'm ready to see it happen I'm ready to see his match up with whoever we throw and um, I'm ready to see what our lineup can do so and let's go to Ben with a follow-up Ben go ahead Evan how cool was it to share that moment with the team and 
Coach Vitello when you all kind of let him know that he had won uh, National Coach of the Year. And from your perspective, why is he so deserving of National Coach of the Week, Coach of the Year? You know, it's not not surprising to anyone, um, especially in that locker room. The man has worked. You know, I've I don't know if I've ever seen him not at the field. Um, you know, I, there were times early in my my career where I would go to the field at you know 10 o'clock at night because I was bored and I, I wanted to you know, improve. And, you know, he was there. Uh, he was there, you know, making the schedule for the next day. You know, he's recruiting. You know, uh, I think there's not not a person in the entire country more deserving of an award. And, you know, the beauty about it is, is he, whenever he was talking about it, you know, after he received it, it the only thing he could talk about were his assistant coaches. You know, and I think that shows the character of, of a man that doesn't really care about individual awards. And, you know, I think he's built a staff around him that, you know, can keep this program where it's at. And I think he's going to have a lot more success in the future. And I, I can't wait to see how it happens. All right, we'll go next to a question from Ryan. Ryan, go ahead. Sure, this isn't at the forefront of your mind at all right now, but I believe with the NCAA COVID rule, you could come back and play another season next year. Is that something you've given any thought to? You know, um, looking... Uh, before this week, I was like, I was pretty certain that it's hard to beat this year. So, you know, I would probably want to go back and play uh, or go ahead and play pro ball and see what I can do. But, you know, it's hard to beat this. You know, Omaha, Nebraska, I looked, I stepped out on the outfield and just looked around. And I don't think you can get that in pro ball unless you make it to the World Series. But, you know, I think the feeling of being here is, is unmatched. You know, um, uh, it's definitely crossed my mind already to be like, man, it'd be nice to come back here, you know, again and, and try, you know, for the second time. But, uh, you know, I think we're focused on right now. And, um, you know, after the season, after this couple weeks are over, you know, I think I'll be able to make a decision. But, you know, it's going to be hard to beat Omaha. And, you know, it's just a lot of, a lot of information I'm going to have to, you know, decide on. We've got time for a couple more questions with Evan. Let's go next to Wes. Wes, go ahead. Yeah, Evan, what, what makes y'all think that, you know, every moment you've gotten to this year and you said, well, people have said, would this be too big for Tennessee? You know, you know, are these guys ready for this moment? All season, y'all have proved that you were ready for the moment. What makes you think, you know, you'll be able to do the same thing on this stage, you know, this, this next couple weeks? You know, our team's led by guys like Luke Lipsius and Chad Dallas and Will Heflin, Sean Hunley. I, I, it's, hard, it's hard to really get tense and, you know, take everything serious whenever you got guys that can just go out there and play and not worry about anything. You know, uh, there, there's no one in our, our locker room that, you know, makes this life or death. And I think that kind of helps us uh, on the, the mental side because – you know, it is still a game, and you know, I think that everyone in our or our dugout thinks that we're talented enough to win every game that we're in. So I don't think we need to force anything, and and I think we should take that same mentality to, you know, this coming up game and uh, treat it like a, a regular game at, at Lindsey Nelson. Evan, it looks like that was the last question. So thank you so much for your time today and for speaking with the media. We really appreciate it. Thank you. Go balls. That was Tennessee senior outfielder Evan Russell speaking with some of us earlier today. And by earlier today, I mean Friday, going into Tennessee's 
Uh, College World Series opener against Virginia on Sunday at 2 p.m. Eastern. Lots of good stuff there. We'll have even more good stuff from Tennessee baseball coach Tony Vitello, the national coach of the year, Tony Vitello. Uh, But first, uh, we're going to step away for just a second, pay some bills, listen to some products, services, in-house ads, other fun things, and we will be right back here on the Go Vols 24-7 podcast. Hashtag ad. Introducing the Two-Way V4, where groundbreaking fuel cell technology meets fresh foam cushioning for the ultimate performance. With fuel cell, each step feels explosive, delivering unparalleled energy return. Paired with fresh foam, experience maximum comfort throughout the game. Its lightweight textile upper offers support and breathability without sacrificing agility. Whether you're hitting the clutch shot or locking down the opposition, the Two-Way V4 gives you the tools to play at a high level. Learn more and purchase the Two-Way for yourself at newbalance.com ebay motors is here for the ride remember when you first saw the potential and then through some elbow grease fresh installs and a whole lot of love you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own look to your left look to your right it's official no one's got a ride like this there's nothing else that sounds like feels like or looks like the set of wheels in your garage With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Welcome back to the GoVols 24-7 podcast, brought to you by whatever products, services, and in-house ads you just heard a moment ago during that commercial break. Wes Rucker coming to you from Fort Rucker Studio here late, late on a Friday evening, early on Saturday morning, right around that time, right around the midnight hour, the witching hour. Again, how are you? Hope you're well. Hope everything's going well in your world. We heard in the first segment from Tennessee senior outfielder Evan Russell speaking about the Vols going into the College World Series, which for Tennessee begins on Sunday at 2 p.m. Eastern with the game against Virginia. Going to have even more in this segment from Tennessee baseball coach Tony Vitello, the newly minted national coach of the year, uh, according to Perfect Game and Rawlings and the National College Baseball Writers Association. They voted for those things, released them on Friday, and Vitello swept the board, won all of those awards, rightfully so in my opinion. Guy did a fantastic job, has done a fantastic job rebuilding this Tennessee program, and we're going to hear a lot more from him here in just a second. But before we do that, just a quick reminder, guys, if you could take about one minute or two minutes, perhaps even 90 seconds. Let's let's go in the middle there. Let's sandwich it. Let's say 90 seconds out of your day right now, and please go in and subscribe to this podcast. We would really, really appreciate it. If, if you're listening just on the website, hey, no problem with that. We love you. Thank you for listening. However you're listening, we appreciate it. But what would really help us is if you go in there into one of your podcast apps, wherever you can get a fine podcast, right, Wherever, whether you're Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeart, TuneIn, Stitcher, anywhere in the world you can cast the fine pod you can find the GoVoss 24-7 podcast. If you could go in there right now and just mash that subscribe button on those services, and if you could rate and review this podcast, we would greatly appreciate it. There's nothing you can do that would help us more than that. We do this for free, and we're happy to do it. We really are. But the only thing that we ask for is that you go in there and rate and review this podcast and hit that subscribe button. That really, really helps us out quite a bit. 
So if you could do that, we would really appreciate it. Also, take a quick reminder right now, uh, if you've not been, go to GoVols247.com, the best site on all of Al Gore's internets to get coverage of pretty much every Tennessee sport that exists, every University of Tennessee sport, tons of it. we got access around the clock, just tons and tons of fresh content every single day, fresh stories, fresh audio, fresh video, all sorts of great things. This podcast is just a part of it, what we got going on there. we got two forums uh, that are open around the clock, 24-7, as the name suggests. we got the checkerboard and we got the summit, both open all day long with Tennessee fans across the world, no matter what time of day it is, what day it is. They will be on there discussing all things Vols, and hey, lots of other things too, as long as it's not political or religious in nature. Whatever you want to discuss on there is fair game. And most of us uh, that are on there on the site, that'd be me, that'd be Grant Ramey and Patrick Brown and Ryan Callahan and Maria Cornelius, who covers Lady Balls for us. We are all on there throughout the day. And uh, anytime you got a question, we will be there as quickly as we can with an answer. And we will try to have some fun while we're doing it. So now that I got those PSAs out of the way, let's get right back to it, guys. Here is a conversation from just, oh, a few hours ago with Tennessee baseball coach, National Coach of the Year, Tony Vitello. We are now joined by Tennessee head baseball coach, Tony Vitello. Tony, thanks so much for joining us today. We greatly appreciate it. If you could give us a brief opening statement about making it to Omaha, then we will go with uh, questions from the media. Yeah, obviously this is the place to be this time of year. Um, it's like the Ibiza of college baseball. Uh, they do it upright, and it's been drawn out into an even bigger event um, since the, the new building of the new stadium. And uh, I know our guys are excited as any team to be here. Eventually, we'll all get down to business, but uh, the pageantry and, and everything that comes with being here is, is certainly phenomenal. Thank you, Coach. We'll go to questions now. Our first question comes from Troy. Troy, please go ahead. Hey, Johnny. Trevor O'Hara from the Daily Times. I know you talked yesterday about the home runs that y'all hit in terms of transferring that to Omaha. But on the flip side of that, how much do you think it benefits your pitchers that have kind of maybe seemingly the only runs they give up are home runs? Uh, how much do you think it benefits them to play in a bigger park and, and kind of being able to pitch in a bigger park like that? No, I definitely think it does. It's incentive to throw strikes. And, you know, um, one of our guys, you know, our guys on the mound, their brand name is to try and attack. And uh, you get rewarded when you do throw strikes, uh, not only in our park, but especially here, like you said, because it has a tendency on most days to play a little bigger. So I, I think that incentive is there, and there's no reason for our guys to change, you know, doing what they've done to get us here. Our next question comes from Ben. Ben, please go ahead. Tony, baseball, you have to have so many repetitions to, to get better, and it's kind of been a quirky week uh, with, with a week off in between games, and I imagine the NCAA is kind of dictating when you all practice and, and whatnot. But how have you all kind of made sure that the guys continue to get reps so that maybe there's not any rust on, on Sunday? Well, I think it started with we, we crammed in a lot on Monday and Tuesday and Wednesday before we got on a flight. So uh, we were able to kind of regroup, get organized, and, and get back into routines starting with Monday. Uh, and then since we've been here, uh, everything is laid out, structured pretty well. I guess the difference is, you know, when you're asked to do things, it's bam, 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 and then you end up with a chunk of free time. So it's not as spread as evenly, but otherwise uh, no complaints from us and probably any other team. You, you get enough repetitions for this time of year. If this was February, we'd, we, you know, crank up the team meetings 
and analysis of some things. But uh, this time of year, it's just kind of about playing. And if anything, our players have certainly earned the right to have that freedom. Thank you. And just a reminder for media, before you ask your question, if you could state your name and affiliation, that will help as coach cannot see you. Let's go next to Kelly. Kelly, please go ahead. Hey, Tony, Kelly and Stitz with WATE TV in Knoxville. Congratulations on being named coach of the year by two different organizations. What does that honor mean to you? Uh, thank you. Um, it's, it's a lot at once. I mean, it's one more thing that I owe gratitude to our players for. Um, you know, the other thing I think that I mentioned to them is it means we made wise decisions in who we hired around us because uh, those are the guys that are putting together the nuts and bolts of the program. And, you know, Frank Anderson, I don't mean to discredit any of the other guys, but people inside college baseball know what's going on in our program. Uh, pitching is incredibly crucial for everybody. And that guy is the most experienced leader in our dugout, and it affects our program in a great way. So. Um, I certainly am humbled and appreciate it. I think the emphasis is on this year uh, because you look around the coaches uh, that are just here in Omaha, but also in our conference and across the country. Um, like I said, it's humbling. And uh, I think the thing I like the most about it is it got my niece to say that she thinks I'm uncle of the year uh, in a text message. So uh, that's the one I'm going to hang my hat on for sure. That's awesome. Let's go next to a question from Ryan. Ryan, please go ahead. Ryan Shelford, VolQuest. Obviously, it's going to be hard when you get to Omaha, no matter who's there. But with three programs that have been no stranger to making the College World Series, do you kind of revel in that opportunity to compete against the, the big programs across the country? Yeah, I think that's why our kids selected to come to our place. Um, you know, they wanted to compete in the SEC, which is find out what you can do against the best. And then a lot of it, too, was, you know, coming to Tennessee and, and trying to, you know, revitalize the program. So those are both things that are great challenges. So um, I think it's in their DNA to welcome a challenge. It's certainly been difficult right out of the chute for us when you talk about playing right state to start the tournament. So as we sit here, you know, ready to, to enter a new tournament amongst three other teams, uh, I think it matters a little bit who they are and, and what they've got. But... More than anything, it's kind of on our shoulders to be who we are and stay true to what got us here. Our next question comes from Bill Steckis. Bill, please go ahead. Tony, your dad is a legendary high school baseball and soccer coach. And with Father's Day coming up, we're just getting some input on, I mean, I know you're close to your dad. What does he mean to you coming up on Father's Day? Uh, you know, he means uh, the, the same as uh, every, the way every kid looks up to their father and even more for me because it not only involves me as a person but also my occupation. Uh, so in a roundabout way, it, I'll lean on the cliche, it's, it's too hard to put into words. Uh, but I am a believer in, in karma. Uh, when I grew up, I watched, you know, legendary coaches like Augie Garrido uh, come here multiple times. And I know he was a guy that was certainly into – karma and, and things you know work in a certain way and it's just crazy that you know we're here for the first time and it's going to land on father's day so i'll cherish it when i get out of bed in the morning uh maybe it's a little extra incentive to get a win uh but regardless of how things go uh, it'll be great to know he's in the stands and it'll be a pleasure to hook up with uh not only he but the rest of my family after the game yeah. let's go next to robbie robbie go ahead 
Hey, Tony, Robbie Falk from the Starkville, Mississippi Daily News. I was curious your thoughts on, uh, first of all, the Evan Russell this year and what he's meant to your team, but also how he's developed in your time there and, and how much better he's gotten over the last couple of years. Yeah, it's a pride point for us because, um, you know, when he first stepped on campus, you know, we had just gotten the job. You're trying to analyze what you have, what, what you don't have. And to be honest, we didn't think we had much there with Evan. Uh, he came with a reputation of a guy who could hit, um, but had a lot of those high school tendencies uh, that hitters have there. And it's a different level. We weren't sure what position he could play. And, uh, you know, he's kind of been a parallel to what the program's become. Just get a little bit better each day. And that's what he's done in a bunch of different facets of the game. And now he's a centerpiece of the locker room. Uh, he's a centerpiece of the lineup. And a guy who we thought did not have a position, um, I've got video that's comical of him trying to catch his first fall for us, then move to the infield, then move to the outfield. He's become a plus defender and has really made a difference in some of our games with his glove and his arm. So uh, he's a guy we can point to, whether it be recruiting or for fans. Um, he he kind of, he's not the most important one and he's not the only one that fits this billing, but he is kind of the ultimate vol. Uh, as it relates to the baseball program. We have time for a few more questions. Let's go next to Wes. Wes, go ahead. Uh, Wes Rucker with 24-7 Sports. Tony, uh, the last question sort of was kind of what I was going to ask in some way, so I'll rephrase it a little bit. When you got this job a few years ago and you walk in and there's guys like, you know, Russell, Lipsius, Hunley, Walsh, they're there. If someone had told you then you're going to be in Omaha in four years and these guys are going to kind of be linchpins of your team, would you have believed that? You know, I don't know. I'm trying to put myself in that scenario. I think my first, you know, answer would have been slow down. I, I'm, I don't even know where I'm going to live yet. Uh, so it was a whirlwind for a couple of years. And um, because of the pandemic, I guess here we are in year four. But w without year three being completed, it's it's a little bit of disorientation. So dating back to that, my analysis, and I'm, I'm just being honest, people you know, may disagree, I may be wrong, but uh, Coach Delmonico was a legend at University of Tennessee. He made it to this city several times. Um, once he left, things took a deep dive, and Coach Serrano and his staff were hired on uh, to fix things, basically. And it was a problem that I think needed uh, more than just a few years to to not only dig out of a hole, but get back to neutral and then eventually get back to uh, what is, again, considered the promised land of college baseball. And, um, you know, we were handed the baton. And, and if anything, things certainly were back to neutral. And it, it helped us get a running start into things. And a lot of it's just those kids' character. Uh, when we got there, like I said, we didn't think we had a ton of talent, even though there, there was enough there uh, to compete a little bit in the SEC. Uh, but the character that was left behind and has kind of made it through uh, what our requirements are as a coaching staff has been a big difference maker for us. How basic were those building blocks for the first year or two? I mean, are you? I know you said before talking about painting the weight room and, and other things like that, but just how basic do you have to start building a foundation to get to where you're a championship program? I think breaking it down to, you know, when you arrive and how you arrive at the facility, when you leave and how you leave the facility, what is considered hard work, what's eyewash, um, you know, what does it really take to make a difference in this league? And then 
you know, when I, you raise that question, literally in a team meeting, it, it comes down to mentality. And then we, we kind of knew we had a big deal here. There was some talent, but there needed to be a mentality shift. Uh, so there was a little bit of a feeling out process. You know, as a doctor, you don't just, hopefully you don't just start prescribing things. Uh, you got to take some time and, and kind of analyze what's going on, what you think might be an issue that could use some assistance. And so there was a lot of patience involved in hiring staff members and then getting staff members to implement what they do, not right away, just everything in your face, but slowly feel out what we had and what was needed. Um, so it, it was slow. And uh, I think it made a quick jump last year, again, because of the character of the kids. And we were fortunate to recruit some talent on top of talent we inherited. We'll go next to a question from Ryan. Ryan, go ahead with your follow-up. Seems like you all kind of had the same nine guys in the lineup for most of the back half of the year, but when Christian Scott, Kyle Booker get opportunities, Logan Steenshaw, it seems like they take advantage. Just what have you seen from those guys to be ready when their name's called? Well, Jackson Greer, too. I think uh, the, what he did with Pav being out for a little bit was invaluable, and he's ready to go as well. And we could knock out a couple other names, but I think – the way those guys have been handled by our support staff, they don't get pushed to the back of the room uh, or the back of the cages, however you want to phrase it. Uh, they're worked with and developed the exact same way the guys who have become our concrete starting nine are. So when their time comes because a guy's a little banged up or we want to make a change or we think it's a good matchup against a pitcher, um, they've been ready to go. And I think we're the benefactor, uh, as are most teams across the country, of COVID rosters, you maybe have a little bit more depth than normal, but some of those names like Kyle Booker, any other year, he's starting for us every day in the outfield. Um, so it's a, it's a combination of things, but we're, we're blessed to have some depth on the mound as well as in the dugout with position guys. Uh, well, I'm not seeing any raised hands. So coach, we really appreciate you taking the time to meet with us today and wish you the best of luck. My pleasure. Thank you. That was Tennessee baseball coach Tony Vitello, National Coach of the Year Tony Vitello, and I believe if I can find that button, that'll about wrap us up for this edition of the Go Vols 24-7 podcast. Guys, we say this every every single episode, but we always mean it. Thank you, thank you, thank you for listening. Thank you for spending part of your day with us. Also, sorry this came out a day later than we'd like to, but uh, just happens that way sometimes. It just happens. Thank you. Thank you for being patient, and thank you for being here and listening to the Go Vols 24-7 podcast. You can find all of us on social media. I'm Wes Rucker 24-7 on Twitter. Patrick Brown is P. Brown 24-7 on Twitter. Ryan Callahan is Ryan Callahan 24-7 on Twitter. And Grant Ramey is Grant Ramey on Twitter. If you want just Tennessee news in your Twitter feed, nothing else, you can get that at twitter.com slash govols 24-7. You can also go to facebook.com slash govols 24-7 where you'll get stuff just round the clock pretty much every hour all day every day right there at facebook.com slash go 24 7 tons and tons of stuff on there but if you want that most delicious east tennessee mountain spring water just right from the tap go get that at go 247com the best site on all of al gore's internets to get coverage of tennessee football football recruiting basketball basketball recruiting tennessee baseball of course as with this episode lady vol sports with maria cornelius tons and tons of stuff on there all day, every day. Fresh content all day long. 
all day long. Get all that at GoVols247.com. We've also got two forums that run around the clock. we got the checkerboard and we got the summit. And, and as, guys, as long as it's not political or religious in nature, you just fire the hell away. Talk to us about anything you want, and we will be there to discuss it with you, and we will have a good time doing it. And you can get all of that, all of that, for less than one mediocre lunch per month. I will tap on the table right now so you can hear me say less than one mediocre lunch per month. It's all it costs. Awesome, awesome deal. And you can get it for a free trial to check it out. And if you stay and if you pay us the full price, which is still less than one mediocre lunch per month, if you do that, then in perpetuity, as long as you are paying us, you get access to Paramount Plus, which used to be CBS All Access. Now it's Paramount Plus. That's everything, uh, every show CBS has made commercial-free. Tons of new stuff, tons of fresh stuff that, that's only on Paramount Plus. Lots and lots of movies from old classics to new ones. All kinds of great movies on there, too. Uh, you get live sports, so you get uh, Tennessee sports, SEC sports. Uh, you get college football, you get college basketball, NCAA tournament. You get NFL, you get PGA Tour. You get UEFA Champions League, UEFA Europa League, all kinds of other soccer cups and competitions, international stuff throughout the year, all kinds of stuff. You get all that plus everything, uh, tons of stuff from the catalogs of Comedy Central, MTV, BET, Smithsonian, and Nickelodeon. So something for everyone on there. That's a $100 plus annual value, commercial-free Rolls-Royce package for free. Nobody else can offer you that. We can do that at GoVols247. So go to GoVols247.com right now. Don't delay. Go there right now and check that out. If nothing else, guys, you should hear from us at some point Oh, uh, at the end of the weekend there, uh, going into probably, let's say, Monday or so, unless something crazy happens before then. Until then, be good to each other, guys. Be good. See ya. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend, or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.